Tonight, ice, ice, baby. Hey, ice, hey. ice, baby. Hold on. Let, let, the, let the applause go on for a little bit. <laughs> Back by popular demand. Spaniard, Spaniard. Right. <laughs> we are something else. All right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 34. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Peace. What's happening? Nothing much. Nothing much. CB, locked and loaded What's over up? there? Locked and loaded over there? Yeah, I'm locked. All yeah, right. I got a blanket on. You know, I'm posted up. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay toasty. Right. And for those who are listening, CB is uh, calling in from uh, Casa Burkhaw, as he called it. Burkhaw Cave or whatever. He's over there uh, trying <laughs> the to stay cave. warm. Bird Cave. Yeah. Bird. Trying to stay, trying to stay warm. Superfly, what's up? Good, man. Man, gentlemen, it is absolutely freaking ridiculous, ridiculously cold outside. Yeah, at least yeah, we ain't in Chicago, though. Like, well, or, or Minneapolis. Minneapolis is nuts, oh, oh my God. I've never seen, I've heard of how cold it can be up there. But when I, when I saw that the wind chill could be negative 50 or whatever it is, something crazy, it's like, yeah, I really don't want to live there anymore. <laughs> maybe just during the, maybe just during the summers, but yeah, no, 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 no. CB, what's good, man? Uh man. Uh, outside of this weather, man, everything's good. Life is good. Good, good. We uh, got the new uh, HD camera up in the studio, so we're That's trying to tough. trying to test some things out and, and see what we can get uh, put on our, our websites and. All our social media. Mm-hmm. Again, that's uh, We Are Something Else. W-E-R-S-U-M-T-H-I-N-E-L-S-E on all those platforms. Uh, Instagram, oh. SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Facebook, you name it. Hopefully Google on uh, Google Play. Yeah, Google. Oh, Google Play. Hopefully on uh, Spotify soon. Yeah, yeah. We're working on that this year. Yeah, okay. A lot of other things we're working on, too. But uh, let's get down to business. Let's start with... Um, Jesse Smollett. 
For those who Ooh. don't know, Jesse Smollett uh, is an actor, uh, part of a, a big family of actors. Um, he's currently on Empire, and he was attacked pretty much the other night, uh, leaving Subway around what midnight, one o'clock in the morning, some crazy hour, by two guys wearing ski masks and MAGA hats. Um, while they attacked him, they used a couple of racial slurs and uh, a couple of gay, um, homophobic slurs, I should say. Sorry about that. Homophobic slurs um, towards him while they were beating him down. And this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, what is this the America? Is this making America great again? Is this where we live at right now? Yeah, that's the again part, right? Like, <laughs> this ain't new. They're trying to bring it back. Bring it, I, I don't understand it. It's like, is this is my question. I saw a meme saying the MAGA hat was the new sign of racism. It was just as equal to the Confederate flag. And I'm starting to think that it that, that might have some truth to it. I mean, we all know what the Confederate flag stands for. Um certain people who still wave it heritage Her- is there exactly exactly <laughs> educational yeah. history it's history but certain people still wave it and we know what type of people still wave it i mean what it represents and i'm starting to think that these red hats for the majority because there are some people who wear them who believe in the message of 45 but i think the other few that wear it are they represent a different type of America. So, CB, you there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's hard to you know read the room when uh, you're not in the same room. Exactly. Well, I mean, just cut me off. Me. Cut me off. <laughs> nah, man. But like, this is just such a sad situation. Like, it on so many different levels. <laughs> It's, and the thing is, is like it's becoming too normal to hear right. things like this happening. And it's like, you know, it really makes you think, like, how, like, how can the Republican Party continue to have this dude up there? Like, what? And because it's really making the party as a whole look terrible. And I mean, at some point, you've got to think that they'd have to kind of do something to push this guy out. Right, and, and government just like finally fostering back up. an environment of bullshit. Right, exactly. Well, so government finally went back up after thirty-five days. That was that yeah, what it was. Something like that. It was too something long. crazy. And yeah, if you look at it, the government was closed that long. A lot of people out of work, no money. Mm-hmm. Who are probably going to get, I guess, retro pay. Right, some of them will at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not the contractors, but the the straight up right. federal government employees. Yeah, and. There was nothing solved. <laughs> it just closed <laughs> for 35 days, reopened, and he's not closer to a wall. And these people are just out of work for all those days. And Estimated loss, 6 to $10 billion geez. in productivity. Right. And our country security was probably, our security weakened. level was weakened seriously for those 35 days because you had people at TSA I'm, I'm doing quotation marks, working for free. Right. Now, how many, we, we heard a story about a gun making it on the plane, right? 
Yep. Yeah. I, 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 we had a friend that traveled out of town who didn't even get scanned or patted down going through TSA. <laughs> so <laughs> TS motherfucking <laughs> exactly. So this is this is where the country was for thirty five days. So if if anybody didn't want to come in and do harm, there was the opportunity. Well, who hell they could they could be here. We don't know. They could already be here. I'm just it's just crazy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So th- this is a temporary reopen, right? For till February thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. Like three weeks. Three weeks. And what do they hope to to solve within this three weeks? Who the hell knows? Yeah, I mean, I mean at this point, they 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 want the they want security or the wall they, they, in he, some form, right? He wants his wall. Well, so I'm gonna ask you guys a question. I'll put you on the spot. Um, are you for border patrol? I'm not gonna ask you. Are you for the wall? But are you for some type of border patrol? Or control, border control, patrol, however you want to look at it. I mean, we already kind of had that. Right. Like, down. Um, I mean, like, I don't think that it needs to be any more than it already is. Like, I don't know. They, uh, they're just, like, it's, there's, there's no way to rationalize it. Like, it, it really, it's, like, based off of made-up statistics. And like blown out of proportion statistics, right. and I mean, we have enough problems domestically. Like we, that's what we need to be focusing on. Right, exactly. I, I believe there's a lot of problems internally that should definitely be fixed before we worry about building something more extreme mm-hmm. on the border. I mean, granted, I I understand having that. It's there for a reason. I understand that, and right. But I also believe that. You know, we are America. This is a land of opportunity where, you know, we accept and and bring in people from other countries that want a better life for themselves. That's what kind of the, that's the kind of we were established on. Superfly, I'll let, you, I'll let you answer that, Superfly. Uh, I mean, it's tough for me to, you know, really champion borders and all that stuff, given the history of the country. You know, it, you got the the people who are coming across were the people who were here in the first place, right? And right. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I you know, I I don't know. It's tough for me to to really champion that. And on top of that, I mean, I understand. I mean, the real reason why they want to, you know, toughen up borders because they think that they're going to change the, you know, the oncoming demographic shift that's going to happen in this country, you know. And so they're those folks are just trying their best to keep uh, the U.S. a majority white country. Um, But, you know, people having brown babies all over the place. So, exactly. You know, it's it's going to be inevitable. Uh, I don't really, I, I don't live in, te- you know, we live in Maryland, you know, right. this, the whole issue about people jumping across the border is not, not something that, you know, affects me on a day to day. So I can't really speak right. intelligently about whether or not it's really a crisis, right. you know, quote unquote. And, and that, that comes to a good point of what you just said. We are in Maryland, Virginia, DC area and the government that was shut down affected people who have nothing to do with this wall. Yeah. 
people were struggling to, you know, put food on the table and yeah. I mean, you, people Still with jobs are going to food banks and, you know, yeah. having to rely on their church in order right. to make ends meet. And you know. Uh, and still had to go to work. So yeah, exactly. That's the that's even more jacked up part. It's I don't know the, what the resolution is going to be. I know that the Democrats dog Pelosi for being you know for her prior uh her prior I guess what she's done is being as a she's a speaker. Yep. Or the the leader of the house. Yeah. What she had or hadn't done back then, but I think this time around she's being more she's attacking. Um, the Republican Party a little bit more. I just she, think she was really, you know, politically savvy. Her and um, the, the minority other, leader, Senate yeah. minority leader, yeah. Um, and that they understood that, you know, Trump really didn't have much leverage, and they kind of let him, let them and the Republican Party kind of hang themselves. A, you know, the the wall it, itself is not popular, right? In the country, shutting down the government is not popular, right? And they were just like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll wait it out. He, I mean, he he was he's ready to shut down the country, pretty much to build this wall. Um, and at a certain point, I was wondering when it was going to kick in the intelligence of like, "Hey, I'm thinking about running again in 2020. Uh, this could be a big stain on my campaign mm-hmm. if I actually want a legit chance at winning again." I mean, who knows? I mean, he, he probably could win again at this point, but that, I mean, that, that right there sits against that. I mean, that people are going to remember that when it comes time to vote. And I don't understand how the wall is supposed to help me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No one has made that, that <laughs> case, you know, how is this helping me? Right. I mean, um, I'm interested to see what happens over the next, year or two, I mean, you're going to start to see people coming out running. Kamala Harris announced that she's running. Um, I don't know her policies yet or her politics to just, to just jump on and champion her. Um, They're saying she's running on a platform of uh, uh, health care for all, so single-payer health care um, and criminal, criminal justice reform. Okay. I know she voted for the three strikes. I guess for women, mm-hmm. um, but that's all I know. This point, I have to do more research. I do know that if Uncle Joe decides to run, I mean, he's probably going to get a lot of people's vote. I mean, I think Joe has got to run. He's got to pick like somebody like Kamala Harris or uh, Joaquin Castro, uh, a person of color to be the running mate. Right. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, has that it, ever happened? Has Has anybody ever run for presidency? I mean, well, you know, running the primaries, lost, and then the, the person who actually won the the Democratic convent, uh, that happened with that happened with Bush and Reagan. So Bush was running against Reagan. Ah, and Reagan and then him. Reagan, you know, as a compromise, I think took Bush on as vice president. Okay, yes, I, that, that's when I was kind of coming to trying to figure. Out. I I remember Reagan, but you know, mm-hmm. I, was I don't regular, remember that. I was regular watching you know, Saturday morning cartoons, right? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Anthony Davis. Mm. Mm. Anthony Davis. Superfly, you up on what's, what's going on with Anthony Davis? I am. I'm more up on that than I am on the politics and, and <laughs> I mean, Jesse Smollett, honestly. Right. So, for those who don't, who have been paying attention to sports, Anthony Davis, star, 
power forward center of the Pelicans for seven years has decided that Damn, seven, seven years he's he's uh, he's going into free agency at the end of this year, and he has made it clear that he is not going to sign resign with the Pelicans. Now this is actually good and bad news for the Pelicans. One, I'll give you the bad news is yes, you're losing Anthony Davis. The good news is at least you now know ahead of time before the whole team crashes again. Now, let me explain that. For those who don't remember, Chris Paul was getting ready to go into free agency the following year, and they were getting ready to trade. The trade had almost gone through. It was the Lakers and the Pelicans. Chris Paul to the Lakers to play with Kobe Bryant, and I think Lamar Odom was getting shipped. Um, I can't remember who the, Maybe Derek Fisher. I can't remember who the other player was, but that actually, that actually helped um, led to Lamar Odom's demise. Yeah. He was hurt that they were going to trade him. But mm-hmm. anyway, so NBA blocked the trade of CP going to to L.A. to play with Kobe. Right. Okay. So what happens? He leaves under free agency, and the Pelicans get nothing for him. Get nothing for your star player, and you are hurt. Yep. So I got to trade him beforehand. So exactly. So now Anthony Davis has made it clear he's not going to sign. Trade deadlines in a couple weeks, and – at this point, I mean, the Pelicans, again, I think the the Pelicans are probably in their feelings because they did come out to the NBA and say, watch poaching that's going on, player poaching. We want you to follow this closely because we want you to enforce the laws if any team is, or player is contacting him. Uh, well, I mean, to me, they, the reason they have a problem with it is because it's LeBron doing the, the tampering and, right. not, well, and not the front office. Right. Well, we, are, the we already know. Be, right? We we already knew where he was going to go. What he's looking at, I mean, he's, the Knicks. There's only two teams at this point that can offer a good deal for him. The Knicks. Well, I was going to say Boston. They're they're saying it's either going to be Boston or L.A. But he doesn't want to go to Boston. Right. He, he, so he, he actually came out and said L.A. Yeah. And he was fined fifty thousand dollars for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. People also like haven't made a big deal about the fact that Rich Paul, his agent. That's like one of LeBron's best friends. That's also LeBron's agent too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like no one. That's like, the way I the game is played. People though, right? make yeah. a big deal about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the way the game is played. Do man. You, so yeah. CP, CB, CP, CB. Do you think if the Lakers land Anthony? What What do the Lakers have to give up to get Anthony Davis? Um. What would they have to give up? Yeah. Well, they, they were saying that. Like to start, they were talking about who was it, Kuzma, Lonzo, and Ingram, like as a as a jumping off point. Something and, uh, um, Caldwell Pope. Caldwell Pope. talking too? about five players. That's, that's what I've heard. I think that's overkill. You have to give up like all those dudes and a draft pick. Five players is overkill. Maybe three of the other good, like maybe Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, and. One or two draft picks. That's why I think they're offering now, but that's why why the deal hasn't gone through yet. Because they want the Pelicans more. came out today too and said that they weren't interested in dealing with the Lakers right now. There, there's like a sour relationship. They're hurt. So what are you going to do? So right. The Pelicans cannot. First of all, they they cannot sit back and let the Lakers lose interest in 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 this trade and just try to grab them next year anyway. First of all. He's already said. I don't think the Lakers are going to lose. Anything. He's already said Lakers, right? So put it this way: yeah. he's already said Lakers. So another team is going to touch him because 
why would you give up whatever you got to give up to get him and then lose him because he's already said he's going to go with the Lakers. So mm-hmm. at this point, so the Lakers, the Pelicans want to play hardball or they want to, you know, hear out all these trades and they don't want, they don't want to take any of these trades. Okay. Lakers can be like, well, you know what? I mean, now see, unless you're like a Toronto, OKC, a team that's, that can win right now. If you sign mm-hmm. him, that's kind of the only other scenario I see happening. Where he where changes you, his mind? Well, you can you can try to get a trade for him when he just be like a one and done. Mm-hmm. Deal, oh, you know I see. Yeah, I mean? Just for I got you. But would you would you touch him though? Like if if he's already said Lakers, would you? If even, I was OKC here, I'd, I'd get him. Yeah. I would go. Everyone's for hoping for a Paul George situation, right? Well, that's what, and that's what might end up happening in Toronto. Kawhi may end up yep. staying in Toronto because he's actually having a good year. Um, Everyone's reading the tea leaves on that house he bought in, in Cali. <laughs> and saying that he was going to go to the Clippers. Who, uh, uh, Kawhi. Kawhi? Yeah, well, it was already saying that he was... I had already heard that he was he would rather go to the Clippers than he would than play with the uh, Lakers. <coughs> so that's crazy, too, because CP was blocked from going to the Lakers and ended up signing with the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so the uh, the Wizards are playing the Pelicans tonight, uh-huh. and they're actually giving the Pelicans the business. And this is like a, on ESPN. Like this is a oh, wow. dumbass game to be on ESPN. Well, and is, is uh, Davis even playing? No, no. Um, of course not. And Jeff Van Gundy yeah, made right. a comment about how like it's really sad that the Pelicans organization have had two like future Hall of Famers, and both of them are basically forcing their way out because CP and uh, Anthony Davis, like, you know, didn't want to stay there for their career. So right. it's, it's, it's weird. It, like, because it obviously has to say something, mm-hmm. but what it actually means, I don't really know. But listen, so why are they sour? You had seven years to do something with the team around this guy. You had seven years. Right. And you couldn't do it. You couldn't make him happy in seven years. And he, and now he's right. telling he's ready to move on. So, okay, suck it up. Get what you can get for him and move on. Like, why do you why do you want a bitter relationship right there? And by the way, right. I meant to bring this up. Uh, my homeboy, Jared Jack, had tweeted out and predicted AD and KD playing with LeBron on the Lakers. Hmm. Hey, and this I, was I this was this was earlier. This was like October of last year. He had tweeted out, and NBA Chris Broussard ran with it, and all that. And we are close because the AD puzzle is 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 right there. That's going to happen. Um, and another thing about eight giving up Kuzma Ball and Ingram, like those guys, those that's guaranteed money on the books. You give up that guaranteed money on the books, then you can go get Carmelo for cheap. Because you're gonna you're gonna need another, I mean he's not gonna play defense for you but LeBron does bring out the best in players so but you can go get Carmelo for cheap because he's still getting paid by Atlanta and the Bulls possibly um, <laughs> two teams exactly um, and then you can have I mean, you can possibly with that make a run a deep run in the playoffs and because Zubac I don't I don't see for I don't foresee them giving up Zubac because. This guy, that guy, was is the reason why they've been winning when LeBron since LeBron's been hurt. And like LeBron, the, the only LeBron player to keep. Yeah, 
I mean, then you got Rondo. You keep Rondo. You probably keep you can keep Lance. Nobody's gonna want Lance. Um, and then whoever that draft pick was that Magic was real high on, they they keep him. So, but yeah, I, I'm giving up. I'll give up two draft picks, and I'll give up those three young guys. I mean, Kuzma for me is the hard one to, to get. Yeah, that'd man. be tough because I mean and Ingram they all have upside, but got to go. Yeah. I mean it's AD is a sure thing, you know. Yeah, and, AD is already at the upside. You know? Exactly. Right. And he's only and playing with LeBron is only gonna make him better. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's um, so scary. Side question: Whatever happened to Levar Ball? LeBron, hey, LeBron, LeBron shut all that paint, shit down. Exactly. LeBron shut all that shit LeBron down. LeBron got him out the paint. Man, I ain't heard nothing from Levar. Levar is quiet you as think, hell. You think Kyrie could go back to the Lakers? Here we, I, that was okay. I was, I was waiting for that. Um, I hope so. Do you? Okay, so we talked about freed up money. Um, so the Lakers have room with the freed up. As of next year, Lakers will have room for two max deals. If they, especially if they free the money up this year, they can get one of the max deals with AD. Right? So then next year they have money for an, another max deal because LeBron's already signed. Yes, you could probably get Kyrie, but would you want to? I mean, he already apologizing. Yeah, well, all right. We, that, that, that happened. But then you also got, me and CB were talking at work, you also got Dame that's out there. The rumors about Dame Lillard wanting to play. Who yeah. who would you rather have, C C P or uh, oh no, damn? Here we go, um, Dame Lillard or uh, Kyrie? Mm. Or are they one and the same? I mean, they're, they're both super dope. Like, right. I love both of those guys. Um, but I think from a pure point guard standpoint, I think Dame is. Slightly better than Kyrie in, in that in that respect. Right. Yeah, you pretty much have to have, play ISO ball with Kyrie. You kind of mm-hmm. that's the offense. Who, who can know? who can who creates the most plays? You think Dame creates the plays better I than mean, Kyrie? Dame is amazing. Yeah, they, well, like, yeah that, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But who knows so if that if that happened? Who knows if that happened? I mean, I'd also read somewhere that. Um, Draymond could end up with the Lakers next year. I think he's the first piece of the puzzle that falls from from Golden State, and they made that clear too when they suspended him for calling KD a bitch, or when they signed Boogie Cousins. <laughs> yeah, when they signed, <laughs> well, Boogie's done too. They Boogie. also they they're also saying uh, there's a report this week saying Clay would be interested in going to the Lakers if the if the Warriors don't offer him a match. Really? Which I, kind of goes against everything he had been saying up to this point. I was about to say, Clay, like, to me, out of everybody, seems like the cheese on the bread. Like, it's, it's always going to be there. Like, he seems like he wouldn't want, he wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. But now that that's coming. I mean, eventually, people want to get paid. I'm not sure yeah. Clay is the max deal player, man. You got, I mean, stats alone, you got to do max. If I don't max deal. If some of these other dudes get max deals, yeah. he definitely deserves a max deal. Exactly, I agree with that. I mean, he's if he's not, he's the second best three point shooter in the league, and the first one is his teammate. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm paying Clay max max money because 
he's he's consistent. Like he doesn't. Have, he's not injury prone. He, I mean, he his, he's clutch. He's a very good on ball defender. He's clutch. I mean, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna compare Clay to Reggie Miller, and I'm gonna give Steph Ray Allen. Do you are you, are you good with that assessment? I feel yeah. that. Yeah. Here's an unpopular opinion. Uh-huh. I don't think Steph or Clay are Max Dale players. Ooh. <laughs> Steph is getting. Is, is Steph on a Max Dale now? No. Uh, no. Oh, he, had to take, he had to take serious pay cut because um, to get, of his health issues. Uh, well, yeah, he did. And then. You know, but he's worth in order that, to I mean, land the other guys. You got to give him that. So let me. Here, That's let, a risk, man. Like so you let don't me, know if he's gonna play three three more years. I don't think he is. I think he might be. So let's let's paint that picture. So I'm saying Steph and Clay are max deal players. Here's 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 what CB was saying. Isaiah Thomas was about to get a max deal. Was about to get a max deal. They're about to play pay this dude who had just one, like two, maybe really good years with Boston. That's all it took for him to get the eyes of a max deal. But then he was he dislocated his hip, right? Yeah. And that was it. Something wild like that. But they're getting ready to pay this dude who's all of five two, five three, a max, and like he's nowhere near a better shooter than or a player than these other two guys. He just I mean, fit in the system. has a max deal. That's exactly, all I have exactly. To say. there you go. All the Porter players played on the max. John Wall, I, uh, John Wall is playing on the max deal. I mean, yeah, when I say yeah. max, I'm talking about highest. I'm talking about top five salary in the I, league. I'm giving it to Steph. I mean, Steph actually recently signed a. Uh, this was 2017. Uh, the league's first 200 million dollar contract. Ooh, NBA is the money guaranteed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh my god. So and then that's what is that per year though? They're doing real well. What was that per year? Five year deal, seven year. It was a five year deal. Five year deal, two hundred million. Two hundred and one million with no options. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, he he deserved that though. Like like he. And like Steph has got to be outperformed his uh, second deal. Steph has got to be the leading All Star goat voter too, right? He's one of them. He's up yeah. there for sure. I think one year he was he led votes in all in the whole league. I'm, I'm gonna say this. This is this is gonna be really unpopular, but Steph is a better shooter than KD. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. But okay. KD is kind of unstoppable, both, both. though. Like. Like, yeah, I think Steph got robbed for playoff MVP last year. I mean, for yeah, for the MVP, yeah. the Finals MVP. Yeah. yeah, me too. So the reason why I'm arguing about Steph, so a he's a liability on defense. B's got ankle issues. He's a phenomenal shooter. I give him that, but he's got he's got a couple of weaknesses that his his you know the Hardens, the Westbrooks, the the KDs, the LeBrons don't have. You said he has something that they don't have? He has weaknesses that they oh, don't yeah. have. Yeah, I mean Clay on in my opinion, like he benefits a lot from Steph being on the court at the same time right. and KD, you know. Like all those 
So the what the the sixty point whatever what was it forty four point game he had in three quarters or whatever. Clay. Yeah. yeah. He only had like twenty dribbles. Yeah. He's just he's just the running around like screens. That guy, you know what the guy like, shoot. Yeah, he's a shooter. Now he's a great defender. Yeah. I give him that. You yeah. know, but I don't know if you can build a team around Clay Thompson, which is what I don't. The, yeah, I don't think you how can, you define a max. I don't player. think you. Can you build a team around Clay? I mean, you could. It just it just wouldn't be challenging for a championship or anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, like he, he is he's a key ideally piece. Ideally, your second your second best player. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. you have him like like now. You have him as your second or third best right. player. That's your team is good. Right. Like I said, because he doesn't create plays from like he he comes off the screen and just takes a shot. Right. Which is like a nine percent shot. Um. But he. But he definitely is also considered one of the better on-ball defenders yeah. in the NBA. Like, yeah. They talk about him and Kawhi being the two best like all-around players in terms of what they bring offensively and how good they are on defense. Right. I don't know. Be interesting to see. Uh, but I, um, Golden State, I mean, is about to fall. You think right. so? Boogie's done, one and done. They can't afford to pay him next year. So I mean, they, they got. Is he gonna get? I don't think he's gonna get somebody, a crazy contract because the Achilles the injury. I mean, what is he? It depends on what he does. If he if he just if he mans out in the playoffs, somebody will pay him. He'll I mean he'll get a good deal. I mean he he'll make more money going somewhere else than staying in Golden State. I agree with that. Oh, yeah, for but sure. who's for gonna? Sure. I don't. I'm not sure if he is going to sign with the team that could pay him the money that he wants to make. You know what I mean? Right. So you think he'll New Orleans or something like that will want to sign him? And it's like, well, what? You know, that's where he came from. Yeah, right? I just left New Orleans. Um, um, I, I thought that he would be a key piece to the Wizards. Wall, Beal. I think Wall's out. After. Yeah. Well, Wall is the money. Too much money on the table to let him go. You probably have to cut. Let Beal go first. And but you can't let Porter go either. That's why Porter's still there. And that's what pissed me off because you let Ubre. Ubre is your best defender. Yeah. And I mean, we went and got Ariza. And he was on a rookie deal. Yeah, Ariza is actually, I mean, a, a, a really good defender. That's why Houston is messed up too because they got rid of Ariza, who who was their best defender. Now they, that's why Harden has to put up fifty points a night. But your yeah, boogie will land somewhere. I thought that that would be a good fit from him and Wall playing again. Uh, you got Otto who. That takes some pressure off of Auto, but uh, I don't know. See, Auto's on a max deal, and it's probably gonna be his only one, which is. I think Boogie going is gonna be like, I can get used to this. He's gonna he's course. gonna see this year, and he's gonna be like, Yo, I mean, who could get? I, I, I agree with that too, but it's gotta fall at some point because there's not enough money. Exactly, and out of all of those, they're starting five. Steph is gonna get priority. On, on first dibs on the money. Not even KD because it's not KD. They they can win without KD. They've, they've done it. it. They've done it. They won seventy three games. Right. Or whatever I think it was. I think I think Golden State will be loyal to those two to Steph and Clay, the best backcourt ever. Mm-hmm. You have to be loyal to those guys because you can build around those guys, and you just and pff, Golden State has a deep bench. That's another thing that another team, a lot of teams don't have. You got Sean Livingston on a, a crazy low deal who comes off the bench and kills it. Iggy comes off the bench and kills it. 
And you have these young cats who are just waiting. To, they could probably come in and fill any starting position. Mm-hmm. So Draymond's on the way out. They Again, they, they showed that by suspending him. Katie's not gonna be there forever. Katie just came to get his rings, and even and even if you if he does accomplish and get more rings than LeBron at this point, still not better than LeBron. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it would be wild if KD did join the Lakers mm-hmm. and him and LeBron win like a couple championships. Mm-hmm. How no one would give them credit for those <laughs> at all. <laughs> Right, like, you know, right. the probably the two most hated on like current players as far as like the legacy goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously, there's a lot of people that love LeBron, but from like a scrutiny standpoint, like oh my god, like people talk about KD would have not earned any single one of his uh, right. championships. Like that would be exactly. so hilarious. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not up to us. It's or how we feel about it in the day. I mean, the guy feels feels good about his his rings at this point right but mm-hmm. there's to me there always will be an asterisk right? yeah yeah you you earned them you got them but i mean maybe not earned them you have them you won them but did you really earn them i mean you still need to win the games though like I mean, and he's kind of led the team i think he's he's the leader of that team as far as as far as the who's going to get the bucket at the end of the game it's I mean, not going to be draymond yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Uh Oh, yeah, there's there's something else happening uh, happening on Sunday. Um Super Bowl. <laughs> you going to watch Superfly? I mean, it might be on. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Here or are you going to be at a at a party or something? I have no idea, honestly. Actually, no. We're supposed to go on a date, so may I, I might not watch it. Oh, nice. Actually. Okay. Yeah, I forgot that was Super Bowl weekend. Who you got, CB? So, uh, my dad has a tradition of making these steak sandwiches for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, I'm uh, I'm going to go to my parents' house and just not do anything crazy, just post up, hang out with family, and uh, eat some steak sandwiches. Is it like shaved steak, or is it just like a straight up, like, Ribeye on bread. Uh, so my dad will cook up like like a ribeye or something, mm-hmm. and then cut that down into like smaller pieces. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Who, who, uh, what's your yeah. prediction, CB? Uh, what I want to have happen and what I think is going to happen are two different things. <laughs> um, I, I I mean I just don't see the Ram beating. Tom Brady and the Patriots. I just don't see, like, I, I just don't see Belichick getting beaten by this team. Um, like, Jared Goff isn't a good enough quarterback to, like, in my opinion, to duel with Tom Brady right now. Like, right. I just. But is their like, defense ever, good enough to duel with Tom Brady? Their defense could be, but they're really going to need. T.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley to control the game for them and be effective on offense because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how they do it, but all throughout the regular season, the Patriots defense, it always kind of sucks. And then you come to the playoffs, and all of a sudden they look like a top five defense in the league. Right. It always happens. And then 
Like, I just, I just can't stand the Patriots' success. Like, I, I'm, I'm a <laughs> hater when it comes to this standpoint because, like, I just, it's just ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm done with with Tom Brady and his perfect life and his, you know, his, his hug contract and all that shit. Like, I'm, I'm over. <laughs> God, Brady. <laughs> right. The Messiah of football right now. Um, I, I think it's going to come down to the last play. Whoever, whoever and, and has the ball at the end of the game, right. you know, at the end of regulation, is going to win it. Tom mm-hmm. wants to play till he's 45. He, he damn well probably yeah. could. He, he stayed, the league protects him. I mean, he, has, he doesn't take big hits. Um, they're smart, obviously. Um, I'm going to go with... Instead of my brain, I'm gonna go with my my heart, and I'd rather see. The, I want to see the Rams take him down. Yes. Um, McVeigh is young and innovative, so it's it's actually be really good to see the meeting of the minds of McVeigh and Belichick. For sure, Belichick is you know he's he's smart. And he knows the game. He knows situations. Um, Brady, I mean that just that them two alone can obviously have put them that team into Super Bowls consistently but uh what the I'm sorry I'm looking at that okay so back to, but I would love to see Jerry Goff uh this is rookie year nah, this is uh, second, second year second year, second third, year. year. third okay I would love third to see year. third year him just come out and just outshine like that and play the game like they played uh Monday mm-hmm. night against the Chiefs yeah I just showed Kaleo a video of uh, of a woman <laughs> benching 355 pounds. A 15-year-old. Pounds. <laughs> 13-year-old teenager benching 355. 355. She's like 16 or something, right? Yeah, it's 15. 15. You saw it? Yo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, she's a monster. Wow. Um, that is a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah, I can. <laughs> nah. Exactly. <laughs> nah. 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 You got it, Slim. I am, I'm not fucking with that. That's that's more than I've ever done. I'll say that. Right. Golly. Coming to you. want some of this, too? Right. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got you. Um, so let, let's let's take a little public uh, health. Let's make a little health conversation real quick. So just because it is Super Bowl, and most people go to Super Bowl parties, and they pig out on pizza and nachos and all kind of crazy foods. Um, steak sandwiches. Steak sandwiches and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And they drink beer left and right and wine, whatever you do. Um, you can also yep. have healthy options while you're doing this. Because I was actually considering having a keto Super Bowl event. Not party, but just having a, a keto Super Bowl pig out fest in, in, my, in, in, my, in my crib. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna make the like my buffalo chicken dip, have my um, pork rinds, have my crystal light, uh, and then like make me my keto pizza, just like all these like keto friendly foods, and just pick out on those. And then I thought about, it, I was like, Nah, I don't want that shit. <laughs> I I do want to pick out like I, but my whole point is. Just like with Thanksgiving and Christmas, just because we come across all this food, we don't necessarily have to always partake to the point where we're like in comatose in food. 
over the past few months, I've learned that food doesn't necessarily give you power. Like you can, you're supposed to have right. power over food. That That's one thing that low carb eating keto has taught me that you can have power over your food. And if you do like to eat a lot, there are things that you can have maybe in a, you know, an abundance of to where you feel like, okay, you're full and it's not necessarily bad for you. I don't know. I just wanted to say that was on my list because uh, the protein power that you recommended that we had is is, is on the <laughs> list to talk about too. So, <laughs> super flum. Um, CB it's had been funny because I'm sipping on it right now. Oh, you bastard! Just <laughs> guess, guess what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow with bacon or yeah. scrapple. But anyways, super fly. So CB uh, tells me that he got, went picked up this protein powder from GNC. Shout out to GNC. You also check. Um, he picked up. Yes, please. <laughs> you picked up what? Uh, what's the cake? Birthday cake? Uh, confetti cake. Confetti cake and cinnamon toast crunch. These are the oh. protein powder flavors. Yeah. Oh wow. And cinnamon toast. So yeah. he brought me a scoop of the cinnamon toast crunch, and I made it with uh, coconut milk, and it literally tastes like cinnamon toast crunch cereal. I don't know what voodoo these people put in this protein powder to get it to taste like <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. Right. It's like exactly, <laughs> and he lying on these macros. Um, it was delicious. So today I went and picked up um, fruit crisps and cinnamon and the cinnamon toast for the office. Fruit crisps, I had that one. Tastes like Fruit Loops. I mean, it literally, like, it tastes like the milk from the cereal. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing, fucking phenomenal. Like this is like this is what dieting is all about. Like I can still have stuff that tastes as good. Um, I just want to talk about that because that I was I was thinking about it as I left the office. I'm like, man. I need more of that, but there's plenty of it for breakfast tomorrow. Um, I got oh, I was gonna say I got a lot of friends uh, who starting the keto, who started keto this year too. So I'm, I'm I'm always interested to see how long they stick with it and their results. So I've, I've got like five people on Facebook who are for it. Yeah, they're trying it right now. So they're they're posting every day and their meals and all that. And all that. I was like, okay, trust me, that's gonna get old. Especially, you have to stay consistent in finding new, innovative things for keto. Trust yeah. me. Um, Sustainability. Yep, exactly. We'll out. So, we'll see. Real quick, everybody on the spot. I'm putting everybody on the spot right now, uh, including myself. Uh, we talked about influential albums, right, CB? Mm-hmm. Because right. uh, sh- shout out to Sean and Xavier. And he kind of put us on the challenge, and I have to start that challenge. I'm bad at it, but I have to do it. Um, on the spot, Superfly and CB, and I'll name one too. Name an influential album in your lifetime thus far. Like something that has influenced you. Midnight Marauders. Ooh. Dope. Tribe Quest. Quest. All right. CB? Uh, Hybrid Theory by Lincoln Park. Ooh. Okay. All right. Um, I wasn't expecting y'all to answer that fast because I hadn't really thought. I'm going to go with, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to go with uh, Sign of the Times, Prince. Do we have to keep going? Is that nah? Is? Just oh, we'll pick one oh. for the day. We'll pick one for the day. Pick one. That was one. Okay. Um, I feel like that's a good exercise. That's a good, good yeah. exercise. Influential albums. Men of Marauders is a dope album. That, it really oh, is. Oh my god! Just Q-Tip alone production. It's in my car right now. That, like, what was the oh. War Tour was on that? Yeah. Yeah. War Tour. Uh, no. Um, what's the other one? Electric relaxation. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. So many, man. Yeah. 
And then what was the lead single? What was the lead single on yours, CB? What was that? What was the, the lead, lead single? single? Yeah, what was the biggest, the big song off that album? Um, I mean, they had. That's the thing. They had a couple joints yeah. that were really. Is that, uh, that got a lot of radio play. Uh, paper cut. Was oh, yeah, paper cut. Okay. Yeah. One of the first ones. Crawling. Um, crawling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they had a couple. What was, what I loved about that album was, for me, I mean, we talk about albums that you don't have to skip any songs. Right. Like that was one of those for me, and it was also kind of a uh, a gateway album from listening to like pop music as a kid uh, then transitioning into heavier like rock music and stuff like that gotcha okay and uh, they probably the biggest song was Sign in Town was The Door so and there, there's, the other, door. there's other big songs in there but I think that's probably the I'm trying what would be my favorite song on Sign of the Times it's time. It's I go through moods, man. Like I love oh, strange the, relationships. Yeah, yeah. Dorothy Parker was dope. Uh, Dorothy Parker. Starfish and Coffee. Yeah. Quick side note about Starfish and Coffee. You remember, in, if you think about the literally when you hear the lyrics, mm-hmm. um, it's about a kid that went to school with his girlfriend at the time that had Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So that was just, right. listen to the lyrics and it tells you all about it. But um, yeah, it's, and yeah, probably. A, I was your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, it's a lot on there. Silent Times Alone itself. Yeah. The list is out of the way home. Um, so, yeah, gentlemen. That, There's a lot of tracks on that joint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, I think that was success. Um, no for the soul, because uh, I'm wearing Asics and Superfly's got, he, he, he went back and uh, got his, his comfort daddies on. Exactly. <laughs> you know the people as we call it something different every time. But I do have dry fit signs. <laughs> <laughs> we call this shoe something different every time. I think that's what makes it funny. Right, they're trying to come up with a new right. name. new ones. <laughs> they come for me. Long as you don't get the ones, uh, the grill joints with the, the netting, like the, the inner, the woven ones. These are actually the Kenneth Cole. Oh, they're Kenneth Cole, they're Kenneth yeah. Cole slippers, see? Yeah. I'm about to walk around with some kid of cold house shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let me see. Let me. I'm praying I hit the right button. Nope, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. No for the soul. I'll play this. I'm playing the for the soul beat right now. There's no for the soul. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I will plug it. I will plug it because on our YouTube page, we finally put up our first video, our first for this whole video. It's on our YouTube page. On YouTube, that's WRSE Podcast. Go subscribe. And CB, we do a review of our first shoe of the year, and that was CB Shoes. I won't tell you what it is because we want you to go check it out. For the soul. And hopefully we'll get to film another one this Friday. I'm hoping, yeah. I should even that's do... What track, that's what the track I should do like a retro for the soul, like pull out some old stuff that I have that haven't made it in circulation in a while and, and review those just to yeah. show people what's, yeah. what being a sneakerhead's all about. Maybe we'll do Definitely. that. Maybe do that. Right. That's still not the button I'm looking for. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Hold on, before I do that, let's lead into something else. We are something else. 
I updated all my, I updated some buttons on the <laughs> on the soundboard. So I'm just, and I don't have my script with me with a what button does what. So. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we are something else. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right. Peace. Peace.